back at it again. Like we nope. never left. Nope. Don't don't need that. Dank and dank. No. Hollywood not dank. Coke. Should I just leave? If you want to, I can talk about this movie without you. Yeah, this was uh This is I, a Balta Cap. This is a Balta Cap. This is Bottle Caps. Mystery Men. Review. Mystery Men. This time for real. Actually say it. No, I'm not doing it. I'm done. No, no one more. It is a world where there are a select few superheroes and a whole lot of adjacent superheroes and wannabes. The world of Mystery Men. Review. Said it again. Said it again. 1999. Yes. Like, this is coming off of Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, which are like critically panned, and you can like them for how you want to like them. We have episodes where we talk about how much we don't, and uh-huh. uh, if you go deep in our crates. But I love the set design for this movie. This movie does not shy away from how much interesting things you can include in it, and it's still got that, like, it's got amazing viewpoints and shots. Like, Under the Bridge is great. Neon lights, like they're downtown and stuff like inside of Invisible Boy's room. The entire walls are paved with comic book pages. Casanova Frankenstein's lair is so rich with like different rooms and stuff like that. I really love how it seems it's inspired coming out of those two movies because it, it blends the fluorescent with like the gritty, dirty of like what a metropolitan city would look like. But I love how they made choices to take interesting looks of all these things that in anyone else's hands. This is just kind of a comic book that you can breeze over, and this is a movie that you can kind of forget. But there's so much charm to this movie that it takes another rewatching to be like, this person's in it? Oh, this is hilarious. This is relatable. Oh, like, this story actually makes sense. Like, I can't talk about how much I enjoyed getting to rewatch this movie because it, it, there's so much fun. And the, the amount of star power that they have on the screen at one time because I love those slow motion shots of the mystery men walking when they're finally in unison. Like, man, you couldn't get that team together again. Yeah, it's, uh, you said it perfectly. It's kind of like the movie doesn't take itself seriously, but the set design and the car, like that takes itself seriously. So yeah. it, it, it's kind of weird to describe, but it's, it really cares for what they're, they really care what they're doing here. They care about the characters. Yeah. And they make the, they make the costumes hokey on purpose so it doesn't look stupid it just looks like it does look stupid but it looks like good stupid and And relatable to each of their characters and who they would be and what they thought their power set would be right like roy and furious like he's just wearing all black yeah why don't you do the cast do the cast you like to do the cast get that out of the way now so we can just dig into this because i've got i think we feel similar about this movie and we got notes for days mystery men 1999's gem directed by kina usher uh, written by Neil Cuthberg and comic book series that we may should probably check out if we have a chance to. Bob Burden, starring Hank Azaria as the Blue Hot, Boy, the Blue, the Blue Janine Garofalo <laughs> as Bowler, William H Macy as Shoveler, Ken Mitchell as Invisible Boy. Rest in peace, because this is what initially started our. What do we do to honor the late great Paul Rubens as the Spleen? Ben Stiller as Roy Furious. Wes Studi as Sphinx. Greg Kinnear as Captain Amazing. Jeffrey Rush as Casanova Frankenstein. What an amazing he was, name. He was amazing. Lena Olin as Dr. Annabelle Leake. Eddie Izzard as Tony P. Artie Lang 
as Big Red, Prize Mitchell as Tony C, lovely, lovely Claire Fonten, Lanny as Monica, Tom Waits as Dr. Heller, uh, Lucy Lasser as Violet, Ricky J as Vic Wilms, lovely, lovely Jennifer Lewis as Lucille, Ernie lovely, Lee Banks lovely. as Ted, Gary Becker as Banyan, Ned Bellamy as Funk, Corbin Bleu as Butch, and Phil Lip Bolden as Roland, and then where are my cameos here? Because you don't realize it till you see them. Oh, these are the great. These are great. I have these written down. Dane Cook here. as Waffler, <laughs> Doug <laughs> Jones as Pencilhead, Dana Gould as Squeegee Man, and Brandon Williams as the Maintainer. Like they squeezed as many fun oddities into this this movie. It kind of almost looks like this could be a Tim Burton film. Yeah, because it's got that like gothic type of look, but then it has like pink houses randomly and just there's so much appeal and like love too as much as i can talk about set design art direction and let's squeeze the the view with as many things for the audience to look at because there's so much to look at and so much to gravitate on especially after your second third fourth watch yeah i haven't i don't think i've seen this movie since like 2000 2001 i don't know oh. when the last time i watched this i haven't watched this in a long long time so i right. forgot even who was in it i remember uh ben stiller and william h macy that's about it and, and again, hank azaria filling out i forgot the, he was in it like i forgot tri- he was the triangle in it. right yeah and it's basically these three guys running through the streets but i remembered i remember yeah i remember bits and pieces of it and then i forgot jeffrey rush was the villain like i was like what like i was like and oh, greg yeah, kinnear he, is the hero yeah like, every time yeah and he was great too yes so one thing that I could not get over about this movie, and I'm so glad that we rewatched it now and not like six years ago. I know we didn't have the podcast then, but still, is that this is such a precursor to the boys that it's not even funny. Like, I was like, very true. This is in the parallels yeah. are insane. I have a hard time believing that this movie wasn't some sort of inspiration for the creation of the boys. Did Coke just figure out what our across the pages is going to be? My patience is waning. Is this entertaining? My patience is waning. Because <laughs> the commercialization of superheroes, I don't think I've ever seen that. I don't think I personally haven't seen that before this movie. Yeah. And nobody does it better than the boys, right? So they just took what was going on here and just took it, it seriously. Bigger, right. Yeah. Because I mean, um, I don't remember the actor's name, but Captain Amazing. Right, you? Like the parallels between him and Homelander. Yeah, that's true. They're almost identical. Take themselves too seriously, run by a corporation, riddler about the bottom line. All they yeah. care about, yeah, the ratings. Image. Like they'll do anything. Yeah. And that's the premise. He's like, I keep beating these subpar villains. So he's losing points. Yeah. When when can I get a, a good villain again to go against? And he's like, Casanova Frankenstein. Oh, that was a good great villain. Name. Great, great. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great name, too. It really is. Do we know what his He's got the sharp pinky nail. That's yes. about it. There's no. Pa- that's what I love about him. There's no real power to him. He's just kind of like this evil mastermind. I would uh, argue that because I have here the um, amount of things when they finally have their face off. We're going to be jumping around here because I don't think we're going to go beat for beat. This is a movie no. that these are some of the fun things that we enjoyed in it. So when Captain Amazing walks into his lane, he's like, would you mind removing the sub-micronic laser on the index finger of your left hand? It's like, sure, no problem. Uh, also, the psychotropic bacterial dart launcher in your slipper. It's like, sure. Uh, also, the cold fusion ultra neuro stunner in your drinkster. Turn it off. And then Casanova Frankenstein is, we know each other so well, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> and then he hits him with a dart. He's like, uh, uh, what was that? It's like, uh, chloroforming, deployable, 
uh, portable enhancement snare. Like the level of detail that someone had to think of of all these ridiculous long syllable things. I just thought was so funny. Yeah, it's really it's really funny. It's because, like you said, there's the, there's the one real superhero, Captain Amazing. Uh, he's so effective that he chases crime out of the city, and he has to unleash Casanova Frankenstein. Hopefully to to get his ratings back. Right. But what happens is he gets captured and then it's up to the mystery men, which I love that they don't even have a name for yes. the whole movie. They don't they're like there's no team name. They're, they're still kind of playing around with it and then the newspaper gives them the team. Yes, I love that and stuff. They used to be a ploy for like nineties movies. It was yeah. Like, you wouldn't get the title in the sequence until the end. Then they would say it and they're like, mm-hmm. Ah, it makes sense. But that, that was now, a whole trope about the reveal. Now, I do need to say, we said that, uh, I mentioned that this is the most likely an inspiration of the boys. I don't know if it is, but this was actually adapted, we'll loosely adapted from characters, of characters from uh, the Flaming Carrots comics. So they took characters out of that and kind of loosely, so everything comes from something is what I'm trying to say. Right? And we have characters such as the Pincher, the Pickler, <laughs> Princess Headbutt, White Fight and the Black Menace, Professor Pinkbelly. Lucky Pierre and the French tickler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have, they're they having fun. That's what I like about this. Yes. There's like they're just throwing names out there. Like, let's go with that one. They're, I feel like if we're in the writers' room and they're just like, "Here's a name." Imagine how much fun it is to think of the costume design for that character. Like, that and French like, tickler. Oh, what, what can we do with him? Give him a mustache. Yeah, you know, just the characters, right? Like Bowler yeah. is essentially the daughter just trying to avenge her father's death. The skull of her father is in the bowling ball. And I love she, the backseat conversations uh, with Blue Rajan and Bowler. And Blue Rajan's like, so did you put your father's head in the ball? And she's like, no. Pro Shop did it. Uh, like, I roll out laughing, like the yeah. deadpan way. Because like, it's basically all comedians. She's great in this. Who doesn't shine in this? Everybody Everybody's in this movie right. is a comedic actor, except for William H. Macy, who knows how to be funny constantly, right? Yeah. So like he's, 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 but is there a better straight man than him though? Because he's like As he a plays show, a really true. good straight man. It's like see what I'm putting on this this yeah. potato salad. And I don't eat potatoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yes, this, his 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 pep talk is amazing. It really is. Like we're going out there. He's so and so straight laced. We have to we have to mention. Say it. it. I say it last time. So this is your time, buddy. Interracial love. I mean, he picked out the love. lovely, lovely. She looks fantastic. She's fantastic. Like I know she's in uh, Jennifer Blackish Lewis. now, right? Yeah, Jennifer Lewis, and she's hilarious. And every time I see her, I'm always like, "Oh yeah!" But she looks fantastic. She's a stunning, like, lovely, lovely buddy. Holy moly! And she stands by her man. I know she talks a big game, but she stands by her man. She got to. Well, she, he needs to know that you got to take this seriously. Like you have a yep. family here, you can't keep doing this. Well, that's why I like her. It's a tough love thing. It's kind of like if you leave, I'm leaving you. He's like, "Honey, I got stuff to do." And she's kind of like, "Oh shoot, all right." Okay. But I love it. He, like he walks in the door and she's like, "Hey, uh, your son needs his uh baseball vest back for for like baseball." <laughs> he's like, "Why? I bought it." <laughs> she looks at him, doesn't say nothing. He's like, "All right, fine." Right? Like he snaps into it <laughs> so quick. <laughs> like it's such a it's such a marriage, and like yeah. those are one of the things that really anchor yourself to this movie. All the relationships are felt and are deep, right? Like you believe that furious. Raja and Shoveler are friends because they just keep going back to the diner. They keep doing yeah. their recons. They keep trying to run the reels, right? They, they, they're building that consistency. So the fact that they're dressed up as these larger than life characters, as they sit in a diner and order like the same three things constantly, works so well for this movie. 
And like Mr. Furious's power set is he just gets mad. He's just, just gonna really, really mad. Like the, one time I lifted the whole Oldsmobile <laughs> off a person. Like you find out like it's not really completely true. Like and the arcs, they all have like amazing like little arcs, right? Yep. Like Shoveler learns to be like a leader. Blue Raja like leans into like his connection with his mother and like that's a thing. And then Furious loses like sight of like maybe I'm not so mad. Like it's yeah. like performance <laughs> issue until like Pussy almost got him killed. <laughs> but pussy saved him. Pussy saved him. The the way this movie flows, it's it's a fast two hours, but I love the story beats because they initially try and save the day, fail, try and save the would be hero, lose, have to regroup, tryouts. Oh, they really lose. They really lose that. Squad up because they get weapons, then go for the big battle, and like, oh man, like it. Then just... they have the. Then they even have their Yoda scene with the. What's Sphinx. his name? The Sphinx? Yeah, yes. he's hilarious because he just talks in riddles the whole time. <laughs> like, there's just amazing characters all over this motherfucker. <laughs> you gotta go left, you gotta go right. That's what you're gonna say, right? Yeah. <laughs> and they're all finally sitting around the picnic table, I guess. He's trying to say this one word, and she says, Kadri, and she says the word right, and Shoveler and Blue Rush are like, you're it! Like, they both go shake her hand yeah. because the running joke is like, Furious can never get the words right. And, like, he's always stumbling over himself. And the first time someone can complete the sentence, so, like, you're in, you, you belong part of this team. Not to mention, she's, like, the only person in the show that actually has a superpower. <laughs> or, like, has a power, which is the magical ball. Nobody else really ah. has one, except for Captain Amazing. Oh, and the spleen. I guess the spleen. <laughs> hey, Dad, I'm going to my room with these three strange men. <laughs> Invisible Boy does have powers. <laughs> I forgot what that line that killed me. His dad's just like, like, just turns the page of the newspaper that he's reading. It's so good. Like, there's so many cautionary tales. But he can only turn invisible when nobody's looking. Nobody's looking. (laughs) Amazing. It's, it's, I I was surprised by how much fun I had with this because I don't remember. You know, when you've watched something or you've read something and you remember how it made you feel? So sure. you're like, I don't remember what happened in it, but I remember liking this. Right. This was like a blank slate to me. I don't remember liking this or not liking it. it was okay, kind of I remember. I, I bought this DVD this first second I could buy this DVD. Oh, okay, so yeah, so this was like me watching it for the first time almost. Right. I Like it wasn't, but it sort of felt like, I was like, holy shit, I don't remember any of this. And like, one thing I love too is that like the Blue Rush has got the fake accent. Yes. And he has no blue in his costume, which is hilarious. But he, he, he has his fake accent, but he never shows it to the team. You only get to see it. He knows that? He, like. Yeah. I think at one point he might a little bit, but he never like comes out like, hey guys, this is just a fake. And I love that. I yes. love that he like, even though they have all team building, it's kind of like. Boulder goes to the ball and is like, no dad, he's not gay. Yeah. <laughs> Be quiet. <laughs> There's so many layered jokes and you would only get that with a cast full of comic actors. Yeah. I love how much they enjoy the one time they take down Casanova's vehicle and like, it was so fun. Furious is on the top. He's just like, the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. Shoveler's like hammering the door. Like Blue Raja comes and like scrape, scra- like after the fact, scrapes it with the floor. Boulder like throws the bowling ball through. Like, and they think that it's a win. Like we dented their car and like so drive bad. off in the street. It's so good. Like the level of like come ups makes sense because nothing happens out of order. They have to get a squad before they get new suits, before they learn how to use their powers, before they really go to the base before they get the weapons like i love this movie man there's also, so much was, going on there's another angle too making the villains disco themed genius that was so much because that, that scene where shoveler's fighting all the guys in like the yes. hallway 
yeah. hilarious. And they're like, they're doing like dance moves. I love it, man. And the fact that Casanova Frankenstein has a like a rogues gallery of just uh, specifically themed villains. So yeah. there's the Susies, which are the assassins from the East, yeah. which are like Asians that are like uh, androgynous because they're in wake up, like they're in a uh, geisha makeup. Yeah. Then there's the suits who are like dressed like 1930s gangsters. Gangsters, yeah. Big tobacco. There's the furries, which are just like girls dressed up in like kind of like fluorescent cat costumes, but not yeah. really cat costumes. Yeah. The frat boys. The frat boys with Michael Bay. <laughs> Michael Bay. Can we bring the brewskis with us? Yes, you can bring the brewskis with you. Like, ah! Yes, you can bring and then my favorite, the not-so-goody mob. Like, Amazing. come on. That's such a good cut. And they're all like, yeah. It's the actual goody mob, but... <laughs> they got CeeLo, Tebow, Cujo, and Big Gip. Amazing. Lose a bottle cap because they're not on the soundtrack. Just going to put that Yeah, there. that's weird. But speaking of soundtracks, I'm glad you brought that up. All Star by Smash Mouth. This predates Shrek, by the way. Yes. This was the original movie to feature that song, and then Shrek stole it. Yes. So uh, lose a bottle cap for introducing me to Smash Mouth. <laughs> hey, now you're an All Star. Yeah. Get your game on. Makes perfect sense in this movie. Makes perfect sense. But the soundtrack's kind of terrible. I didn't look at the soundtrack. I just don't. It doesn't have Goody Mob, and it's leading off with All Star. That's ridiculous. Oh, they, they start with that? There's a lot of BGs and like disco music on it. Beach? Oh, well, I guess. Because you, they're. Li- you gotta break it down though. You should have chaptered that out. Like, There's I, no Fuji's and you have pros in this. Yeah, I don't know how that. I don't know how that. That's what I mean. You gotta have like Act One is like the superhero mix with like a Smash Bros. And then Act Two would be like the villain mix with all the disco and then the rap. And, and then villain, Ed Three would be like simp- like orchestras. You know what I mean? But like, this, this was still in the time where. Movies paid attention to the soundtracks because the yeah, soundtracks was mean. doing like promotion for it. None of these songs would do promotions for it. I don't... That's what I mean. If they broke it down like that, it would actually carry weight back in 1999. People would buy it. Like I, I was buying like soundtracks like Cradle to the Grave and stuff. And that's just, okay, that was... Coke, raise your hand if you know any of these artists: John Ozeka, Dub Pistols, Mark Mothersbaugh, Freak Power, Kel and the MAFT MCs, Jill Solby, Spy. Citizen King. Citizen King. Citizen King. Citizen King. No, I don't. I don't know. Violet Femmes. Maloko. The Tramps. I know the Tramps. No, wait. That's I'm thinking Super Tramp. Never mind. The Bee Gees. <laughs> Bee Gees. Yeah. Okay. And. Smash Mouth. Smash Oh, I don't know, man. That could have been a home run. It's an easy home run. You put the Goody Mob in there. You put Pro- you, Yeah, Fuji's. And Lauren Hill was huge. Man, like, what was Miseducation of Lauren Hill? 90... 99. 99. Come on, man. It's lined up for you. They call me Phoenix Dark. I mean, Phoenix Dirk. I mean, Phoenix. Like, I love how much <laughs> Ben Seller's character, Furious, is so fumbling just to talk to the girl. And it's the yeah. girl that he's talked to so many different times. Yeah. And all she really wants him to do is be real. Like, just yeah. be yourself. Yeah. When you're talking about arcs, that's the one that came to mind, too. Is like, she kind of is like, yeah, I'm not really impressed with all this bullshit. It's like, my name's Roy. And then she comes over and gives him a kiss. Like, that's your first step. Can you stop being that and start being more of this? Because I'm not interested in all that. I love uh, Tom Waits' character because you meet him initially in the beginning with uh, with Artie Lang as the big Artie Lang as the, as the first. He's, he's the like Mr. Freeze man. opener. Yeah, or, or the the Mr. Mold. What's the from Incredibles two? I watched the other day, which still holds up. Um, 
and he's out there trying to like pick up old ladies, but like he's their fix it tech guy. Yeah. And I love that he makes weapons that are non killing weapons. Yeah. And they initially just push him aside and like, we don't need these. And then he throws his like his first bomb, which is like a tornado grenade. And he has crazy weapons like a a blame ray, which is amazing. A yeah, shrink gun. that's happens the goodie mob, right? Don't they get yes. all the <laughs> they get mad at each other. And again, I love the direction with it because when they turn the camera on each other, like they play with, yeah, they play POV, with, it. yeah. And like I, I remember the scene where the mystery men's car, and it's just a Winnebago, right? Like they, there's there's no frills. Like it's like whatever we got, we got is rolling under the bridge, and he shoots it from low. And and like you see the wheels and it's coming up on the side. Like I just I love the look of the city. The city's so built in and so lived in and it's kind of a dump, but it still has mm-hmm. that neon appeal to it. Yeah. That again it reminded me of like Batman and Robin and what was that director's name? R.I.P. Guggenheimer? No, Guggenheimer. Uh, no, I'm thinking of the I'm thinking of the show. Uh it's it's a high, it's like a it's like a it's a Schumacher. Schumacher. There you go. I knew it was a For as much as you don't like those movies, had a vision of what he wanted Gotham to look like. This yep. This is such a city that's lived in. And like I love the details of like Captain Amazing having like a Pepsi logo on him. And like his suit looks like a NASCAR racer driver. Like at a certain point, like he's just been bought and sold by all the corporations that just want money from him, right? It's such a I love this movie for so many different reasons, but it's such an ingenious idea of what happens with the other guys if the other guys had to take the lead. And that's what you get to watch for like two hours, man. And it wasn't received well, was it? I don't think so. Do you think it was ahead of its time? Do you think it was ahead of its time? I kind of, yeah, I kind of think yeah. it it was. Imagine this uh, in two thousand and eight when Iron yeah. Man and all that stuff was booming, and people. Would, like, I think what it hit, and then paying attention to the soundtrack. But this was a completely different vein that we didn't know we were looking for. I don't think that's the thing is that it was out of time because I don't think it would have hit now because I think it's too late after the boys and stuff. But if it had hit, you're right in the in the mid aughts. 2000, you're right, 2007 to 2010, I think it would have killed. Could you get the same cast, though? By this point, all these guys are doing kind of incredible stuff in their own yeah. specific careers. You're getting all these guys. When you have, like, Dane Cook as, like, your, that's random, like right? a candy, right? And that's how much I appreciate this movie, because you see all these comics in it, right? Like, Artie Lang, Janine Garofalo, and, like... It's lovely, lovely. Ben Stiller coming from that writer's mind. This seems like even if they got a script as is, the amount of ad-libs and things that they're punching up and changing. Hank Azaria, like maybe the king of improving with all of his Simpsons stuff, right? Uh, there's there's so much packed into these movies that I was laughing as much as I was enjoying the story. You know, but one of my favorite parts was the um, when they were talking about their their dress code and stuff, right? And they and this, like, well, I don't dress that bad, and like, right, Sphinx, he's like, you dress in the manner of a male prostitute, and I was, man, the, the way that hit, and then like. You have it written down? Yeah. It's my last comment. Yeah, and then her and then the bowler's face was kinda like I was that got me so good. Got oh, me man. so good. That was probably my that was like my hardest laugh the whole week. And the full circle of like group hug? Group hug. That this was is their best move at the end of the day, right? Uh I want to talk more about this, but how do you not without spoiling it? It's such a rewatch. It's a cult classic. That's what I will say. It has the same sort of vein for me as like a Donnie Darko, which wasn't appreciated when we got it, but when people could put it. And that's weird. We lose a generation off DVD sales because that's usually how we discovered all these cult classics. And I don't know what streaming site has mystery men, but I would love a couple streaming sites. I couldn't find it. It was hard to find it. See? I couldn't find it on Prime. I was like, man, what's going on with it? I had to go like through some back, back 
ways to get it, but I was like, man, why why is this movie so hard to find? It shouldn't like movies should not be this hard to find in today's age. You should just press the button and be like, oh, it's on this streaming, and then bang, and you have it. Like I don't understand why I had to be like, you gotta rent it. You gotta no man, just give it to me. <laughs> There's so many of you. You don't have none of you have it. Like that, that blew my mind. That was surprising to me. But um we rank these out of bottle caps. Zero being the least, six being the most. How do you rank this down? The last two bottle caps based on the soundtracks that Missed opportunities and giving me smash mouth for the first time ever. Four caps, man. This is easily rewatchable. I can't wait to watch this again in, I guess, a couple months or so when I want another laugh. Yeah, I'm going to give it four as well because I was very pleasantly surprised. I read some reviews on it before watching it. Like I said, I watched it back when it was new. I don't remember it much at all, which is crazy because maybe it was like a Netflix and chill thing, you know, where it was just kind of on. But um, yeah, I was like sitting and watching it. I was like, this is way more entertaining than I expected it to be. It's like... Such I a great to... ensemble cast. Like, they yeah. really know how to share the puck, pass the ball around, that nobody's on the screen for too long. And when someone's on the screen, they know how to steal. Like, Sphinx steals so many scenes just off of... Whole... Sphinx or Spleen? Spleen, my Spleen, yeah. Spleen steals the show from his power set when he's on screen and just Paul Rubens figure out... This guy should have a lisp. <laughs> So I'm glad you brought him up because I was actually gonna bring I was actually gonna bring him up in that when he first showed up in the scene I was kind of like oh they have a fart guy and I was kind of like disappointed but the way they utilize him yes works so well and, and like, how to utilize him yeah and I was like I was like oh it's just gonna be a fart joke guy but he actually actually <laughs> and then he gets shot in the ass and then <laughs> he's like, ah, like ah, I'm and not like, gonna make it <laughs> he's, try, he, he's trying to make it with like he, anytime the bowlers. Like nice to him, like a modicum nice. He tries to go for a kiss. He leads it. No. Just like no, no, just, no. No. No, 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 no. Simple no. <laughs> like he's such a loser. It's he so gets funny. shot in the ass and he thinks he's gonna die, and then he he shoots one out there and it clears the room. He's like, no, nope, I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> like he knows what he money his money maker is. So that right? So that's hard to do when you when you. My point is when you see a character and you you already are like I don't like this character, but then like they change your mind throughout Steals the movie. The show. That's good writing, good acting, right? That's Shout out to Paul Rubin again, like the talented genius who has so many different variations in our childhood and our like young adults who just managed to make us laugh so many different ways, and then like remain funny even outside of yeah. all the stuff that he was doing. Any MVPs in this uh, movie? Because like, it's kind of like, like everybody. You were saying Paul Rubin. I was just gonna say Pee Wee Herman's immortal. So yes. That's a forever thing. Uh, MVP, I it's so man. Shoveler and his wife. Yes, they were great together. That's a I like them because they Lucille. they Lucille. Thank you. They felt like a real married couple. Yep. They really felt there was love there, but then there was also like some you know some grinding. But they didn't really lie. Like he didn't lie to her. No. Like she knew what he was up to. She didn't really approve of it, but you know it's his thing. So listen, he has tryouts in their backyard. He's like, he has a pool, and she's like, listen, if they break any of this shit, I'm, it's on I'm, you. I'm leaving. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> she gets it. I'm leaving. But I like that because they weren't. It wasn't like, oh no, don't tell my wife I'm scared. No, it was like they were grown about it, and I really like. It's very rare to see a, a marriage depicted very like well like that because it's like I love this man or I love this woman, but she's not really into what I'm into, but she really likes that. So. I'll let it ride until I can't take it anymore. Like it's actually mm-hmm. interfering with family life, and then it ends up being like his. I don't know. It was really cool. I like they're my MVPs, anyways. The whatever the last name is, the Shoveler and Lucio, or like first names only, which is amazing because that's all you really need in this movie. Yeah. And because too. the fact that there's so many people in here, and the, 
like everyone gets their shine and when a movie can give you as much love and attention to the side characters that's why i love spleen that's why i love bowler that's why i love casanova frankenstein who oh should, he's so who <laughs> should be the weirdest character in this but fits in perfectly and then like the way that he does his hair at a certain point like there's just like this weird ponytail like strand in the back and it's like this works this, it would be no different like this is just how casanova rolls Oh, I actually remember so going. I actually, you know, what's funny is I gotta take a little because he'd be my other choice. But I remember this movie reminded me that I used to have this shtick at like <laughs> at my house when we all lived together, like my, my brothers and I and stuff. Right. And I grow my pinky long or my toenail <laughs> long just to go <laughs> and like chase my bro- like chase him around with a long sharp nail. Like I cut it that way. And I I remember I was like, holy shit! I remember doing that. That's where I got it. Like that's why. So it just it was like a memory I forgot was brought back to me because of this stupid ass movie. <laughs> yeah, it had nothing to do with why your nickname's Coke at all. No, 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 no. No, C O A K. Not spelled the other. Coak. Well, who's your MVP? <laughs> why are you why are you avoiding the question? Who's your MVP? I told you Bowler, Spleen, and Casanova Frankenstein. If I have to choose oh, one, okay. it's probably gonna be Spleen because yeah, he's not okay. the one you're gonna end up liking, but he has so many scenes where he just steals it. Like the fact yeah. that he keeps trying to make up with Bowler. The fact that like they have the the fight within the uh the back seat. Um the fact they're like, You guys don't wanna you want me to be friends with me. He's like, Yeah, we'll be friends with you. The fact that when they're tearing down the car, his move is to Dutch oven. Like they break the window and then he sticks his cheeks in and just farts right in Casanova's face. And I was like, I don't care what you say about toilet humor. This was perfectly timed. I was not Jeffrey expecting Rush, it. Rush and like, he kills Aw. it. Yes. And like they do, they do that hair effect where like they just blow dry it and everything just like earthquakes back. But Jeffrey Rush was so good in this, dude. He was yes. like, oh. <laughs> and so was Greg Kinnear. Like, Greg Kinnear, yeah. like, playing like an asshole who's, like, supposed yes. to be good. Yeah. And, like, his Clark Kent and the whole, like, shoveler trying to figure out, like, hey, are you billionaire? <laughs> 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 like, the two races. Everybody like, knows who he is except for shoveler. He's kind of like, no. It's like, and, like, that's why, like, H. Macy is such a great straight man. He's like, <laughs> You can't be this billionaire. It's like, oh no, we're best friends. Just That's like, a good yeah. angle too. That got me yes. good because even Mister Pierce is like, yeah, it's the same guy. What do you? Everybody knows that. It's like, no, how? I, I, but, I don't. But one wears glasses. Like, <laughs> but one wears glasses. Like, like this, this movie managed to like it managed to make fun of like comic book fans and like show how beloved they are in the same breath. Yeah. Because of what they do with the properties, like, like for, when he's, for the longest line, time, like when he gets been... mad, he's he's in the chair and he gets mad because he's trying to get them to let him out. It's like, no, stupid, it's this one. Well, don't call me stupid. Yeah, and yeah, like the whole on. like, okay, how many toggles after the first yeah. initial toggle? Seven, okay, seven. Okay, wait, wait, no, no, you asked the question wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's such a chaotic scene, but it all it's makes so sense. good. That's a well written scene. That's, That's so really well good. And they're just running through the lawn. I mean, there's there's so many reasons to like this movie. Yeah, it was great. It was great. High regards. Go out and find if you can find it. Amazing. If you can buy it, do it. Uh, hopefully, there's a Blu-ray release of this at some point too, and hopefully, from uh, the algorithm listening to us, uh, streaming decides to pick it up. Yeah, it was the movie's great. It was really, really good. I was, I was pleasantly surprised because I was expecting it to be like eh, lukewarm on it, but it, it was good. I, I was happy that I watched it. I'm glad we did it. Later, we will be the Supreme Squad, and again, we're highly going to recommend if you haven't seen it, and if you have seen it, this is egg salad. It's loaded with cholesterol. The wife won't even let me touch it. Hardly seems to matter now, because chances are, we're already dead. Amazing is gone. 
There's no use waiting for the cavalry, because as of this moment, the cavalry is us. Oh, yeah, but I don't want to get fraculated. Psycho fraculated. Still get fraculated. This is our fight, whether we like it or not. Just we few. We're not your classic superheroes. We're not the favorites. We're the other guys. We're the guys nobody ever bets on. But I'll tell you what I think. I think you and that ball of yours have an appointment that you've got to keep. Invisible boy, I think it's time you were seen. Sphinx, you have trained us well. And Dr. Heller, you might just have given us the edge we need. And Spleen, I don't want to stand behind you, but I'll fight beside you with pride. Jeff, you've got a rare and beautiful gift. The city needs you tonight. And Roy, in all the years I've known you, I've never seen you walk away from a fight. Why, you lifted a city bus once, man. I think you've got what it takes to handle Casanova. We're all in over our heads, and we know it. But if we take on this fight, those of us who survive it will forever after show our scars with pride and say, that's right, I was there. I fought the good fight. So what do you say? Do we all gather together and go kick some Casanova butt? Or do I eat this sandwich? The world of mystery men.